the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. number to call area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 you're on the air bible talk with pastor emory moss welcome to the program if you're interested in theology that's systematic theology biblical studies um, apologetics or the kingdom of the culture this is the place for you if you want to have a get down bible discussion Right here on this program is where you need to be. So, we're going to start. God bless you. Good to be with all of you as we continue to look at uh, false doctrine. Very important subject to deal with today. Why? Because the Bible literally predicted it was coming. In the New Testament, it was predicted. And then, not only just coming into the world, okay? Uh, the Bible not only predicts that false teaching would come into the world, but it predicts something else. What am I talking about? Go to your Bibles, and if you don't have your Bible, you need it when you're listening to Bible Talk. <laughs> Acts chapter 20. Here is what Paul says. He's, he's looking into the future, and he's seeing this stuff happen, okay? Uh, no doubt being inspired by God. And he says this, Acts chapter 20, very, very dynamic chapter. Acts chapter 20 and verse 26, where Paul writes, Wherefore, I take you to record this day that I am pure from the blood of all men. Now, what was it that made him be able to say that his hands were clear of the blood of all men? Here's what he said. Okay? Preachers need to take note. Okay? says in verse 27, For I have not shunned to declare unto you. Okay? He says, I have not shunned to declare unto you okay? all the counsel of God. That's right. Everything that... You needed to know about the scriptures. Paul wasn't playing. Okay? He declared the whole counsel of God. Okay? He did not leave anything out, right? Okay? But in verse 27, he says this, For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. Then verse 28, he gives a warning. Take heed, therefore, 
Master, he says, Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves, and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers, to feed the church of God, which he has purchased with his own blood. The job of the pastors, the elders, the teachers, is to feed the church of God, the word of God. That's right. Okay? And this is a warning coming from Paul, right? A warning. Then look at this. Okay? He, as if, it's as if he's looking down the corridors of time. And he says at verse 29, Acts chapter 20, verse 29, For I know this, okay? I know this, he says, that after my departing shall some shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. What? Yeah. Notice the warning that is given to us in our Bibles okay, from the Apostle Paul. Verse 30, he says this, and this is even more scary. Yeah, this is tight. Where he says in Acts chapter 20 and verse 30, also of your own selves, okay, out from the midst of you, from the church itself, also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Listen to that. Also, of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Because right now, it's not about whether what you're saying is true or not. It's about how big your church is. Oh, yeah. How big is it? How many members do we have? Okay? How much money do we have? You know, this is what it's about today. But it's got to be based. I don't care how big the church is, how fancy it is. It's got to be based on the solid and orthodox teachings of the Bible. So we have this warning. Okay? Uh, in Acts chapter 20, verse 30, that comes from Paul, where he says, Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things, to draw away disciples after them. Verse 31 Therefore, watch and remember that by the space of three years, okay, here's what Paul said, by the space of three years, I cease not to warn everyone night and day with tears. And every time I read that verse, uh, it reminds me that typically seminary studies were about three years. <laughs> you get a graduate degree, three years of it. Paul taught three years with them, okay? And he says, and now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up. Notice, he said, the word of your grace. It's the word of God that builds you up. Okay? And to give you an inheritance among all of them which are afflicted. So we have in the Bible a warning concerning false doctrine, con uh, concerning teachers who have itching ears and want to teach things that people like. Okay? Uh, because they don't care what they teach as long as people keep coming into their church. But the goal is not just to come to church. The, the goal is to get into heaven. And you cannot get there unless you recognize what Jesus said is true. I am the way, the truth, and the light. No man comes into the Father but by me. Okay? John 14, 6. We're going to be looking at the Mormons today. The Mormons. The Church of the Latter-day Saints. Okay? Yeah? And deal with the false doctrine that is there. Now understand, uh, when we talk about them, just picking them out from among many. Oh, there are many that we can talk about and will be talking about, okay? not only on this radio program, but also um, at Strictly Biblical. In fact, um, uh, we're going to give you information where you can call area code 313-933-9270, uh, area code 313-933-9270. You can call that number, 
and uh, talk to our um, um, uh, manager there, our office manager, who can give you the directions of where we're located now, and also we'll be able to tell you uh, when we're going to start our Monday night Bible study. Also, we have Sunday services, but Monday night Bible studies, and in those Monday night Bible studies, we're going to be dealing with apologetics. Yes, have handouts for you so that you are ready to defend the faith if you got to do it. All right. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any question you have about the Word of God is, is welcome here. I've told you guys a thousand times, whatever subject I'm talking about, if you have something else you want to discuss, friends, as long as it's about hermeneutics, apologetics, biblical studies, systematic theology, you can talk about it here, okay? It, um... Uh, won't take us too far off course because whenever we're talking about the Bible, we're doing what we need to do. Many of you may know Joseph Smith, Jr. was the uh, founder of the uh, Mormons, of the Mormons. Uh, He was born in Sharon, Vermont, December 23rd, 1805. Now, what happened to him? How did he become the leader of Mormonism? Okay, what happened? Uh, Joseph Smith had a vision. That's right. He had a vision in 1820. What astounding stuff was told to him in this, in this vision, right? An angel by the name of Moroni, okay? And I, I hate the kid with that name, so I want to be careful. But it definitely was not an angel of God, but Moroni. Wow. Joseph Smith has a vision. This is in 1820. And this is what the vision told him. All churches, all of them. All of the churches are wrong. Wow. That's something else that he was told, that all the churches that were in existence, all the denominations, all the Christians that were around, all of them were false. You know, that's setting him up for him, for him declaring his group that he's about to start as being the sole handlers of the truth. Wow. Uh, What he forgot is that uh, the church has a tool that they can evaluate teachings by, and that's the Holy Bible, and that's the trouble that he had with this vision, right? But that's what he said, 1820, all the churches are wrong, and he was not to join any of them, okay? Uh, And the one true church is going to be born through him. This is what he was told in this vision by an angel called Moroni, all right? That's what he was told. And in 1830, Joseph Smith became a seer, which, by the way, is just another name for prophet, but he became a seer, a prophet, and an apostle. I mean, he, was, he got all the labels, right? Okay? Got all of the positions. Wow. Okay? Uh, but then, of course, there were some kinks in his armor, so to speak, because he also was a polygamist. He began to teach polygamy, which, of course, is something that the uh, Bible uh, does not teach that we should do, okay? Uh, and but when we stop there, we need to recognize that uh, in terms of polygamy, it was allowed, but we do need to recognize it never really was God's plan for there to be polygamy. It wasn't his plan. God allowed it in the Old Testament, but it wasn't his plan. Now, you know, you say, well, 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 why was it on the scene in the first place? Well, let's look at what the Bible says about it, right? But Polygamy was something that was practiced in the Mormon church. Uh, they changed it a little bit. They, they have stopped, uh, well, most of them, as far as I and my studies have shown me, have stopped practicing it 
uh, in public, but they still go into the temple, Mormon man, Mormon woman. When they marry, they become married, and when they get to heaven, then they will ascend to the status of God and goddesses. Okay? But on earth, they don't do it. It's pretty much where they are now. Okay? And this is something, of course, that the Bible, uh, uh, first of all, the whole idea of becoming a god, this is something that is taught in Mormonism, okay? that after they have the celestial marriage, they uh, will become gods. Okay? Um, women will be the goddess, husband will be gods, and it's called the doctrine of eternal progression. Okay? Wow. Okay? Wow. So we do see that that's something that they deal with. Polygamy, of course, though is wrong in the Bible. Uh, but if I say that, some of you, I know you're thinking already because you've read the Bible, you've read the Old Testament, and you saw where David, he married more than one woman for sure. A lot of them. Solomon as well. Okay? Okay? And so polygamy was practiced in the Bible. Okay? Now, this will be something you have to deal with. Okay? So therefore, we need to know what the Bible says about it. Okay? Uh, because what happens is we find out, if we really study this, that there are things that God allowed, okay, but finally did away with. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Uh, and so let's look at polygamy, because some try to justify polyg polygamy from the behavior of Solomon, oh, he had a lot of women, and David as well. But was this what God really wanted them to do? Yeah. To know that, we need to go to our Bibles. Uh, and remember, always, you need to go to the Bible. Matthew chapter 19. Okay. And as you turn there, let me give you that phone number again. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any subject you want to talk about? In the Word of God is welcome here. If you have a question for me, I will, will, will be glad to take it. Uh, uh, and right now, before I do anything else, got to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza on the Stand with Israel tour November 30th through December 9th, 2022. Journey through the Holy Land with two of the most respected political commentators of today. 
Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float on the Dead Sea, and take a boat out into the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519 to book today. This is Luke Hammett. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code LUKE. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering 50% off on all my slippers. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener's square and use the promo code LUKE. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. If your interest is in talking about the Bible about systematic theology, Christian living, hermeneutics, this is the place for you. And anything that is on your biblical mind is welcome on this particular program. We just encourage you to call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. So give us a call if you have a mind to. Right now, we're looking at uh, Mormons, at Mormonism. And some of their uh, teachings that have been changed somewhat, they uh, still believe in polygamy, but they don't want to practice it uh, uh, like they used to practice it. So what they say is that they will be married to more than one wife when they get to heaven now. Okay? But still, there's still some branches of it that uh, practice it as well. They still believe that by going into the Mormon temple, uh, uh, Mormon man, Mormon woman, when they get married, then they are married, and then they enter into what is called the process of eternal progression. That is, they become gods, God and goddess. Yeah, that's what happens in their marriage ceremonies. But, of course, uh, a lot of flack was given to them uh, practicing it, and so they did adjust it. Okay? And if you uh, look it up, you'll see that there have been some adjust- adjustments. But still, the idea that you can be married to more than one wife uh, continues uh, in their belief system. Okay? And it's an unfortunate belief because the Bible is, uh, is really clear con- concerning uh, uh, this whole issue. One thing we could, should look at is this. Uh, that is, some may argue and say, well, what about David? He had all these wives. What about Solomon? Solomon, he had it as well. Well, there were things that God allowed uh, in the Old Testament that he didn't necessarily approve of, approve of. He allowed it because of the hardness of men's hearts. Let me give you an example. Over in Matthew chapter 19, Matthew chapter 19, uh, the Pharisees, okay, 
attacking Jesus, right? Any way they could, trying to find something wrong with him. And in uh, Matthew chapter 19, they thought they came up with something that they could uh, uh, make Jesus look bad. Okay? Here in Matthew chapter 19, verse 3, the Pharisees also came unto him, tempting him, and saying unto him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? Okay? Because they know that, uh, you know, that's what Solomon was doing, David was doing, someone they divorcing them, okay? For any reason, didn't like them, they divorced them. Okay? Verse 4, so and this was allowed in Old Testament times. Okay? Verse 4, and he answered and said unto them, this was Jesus, his, this was his answer. Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, for this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave to his, cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. One flesh, not three fleshes, four, five, okay? Monogamy. One man married to one woman, okay? That's what it's about. That is what God established, okay? Verse 6, Matthew 19 and 6, Wherefore, there are no more twain but one flesh. For therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder, okay? So we can see then what God established, okay? From the very beginning, okay? We see it in the book of Genesis. Wherefore, there are no more twain but one flesh, but therefore God hath joined together, let no man put asunder. That was the way it was supposed to be. Nor was there supposed to be any divorce. That's right. They're supposed to be together forever. As it says, well, on the earth. Okay. Notice here, then verse 7, Pharisees thought they had it. Okay. They asked Jesus this question. They say unto him, Why did Moses then command to give a writing of divorcement and to put her away. Okay? And they knew that uh, was the case. Deuteronomy 24, um, Moses did allow divorce, okay? uh, divorces. And uh, for other reasons, uh, except for, you know, uh, even in, in, in fact, there were two reasons you could get a legitimate divorce. That one would be for fornication. The other one would be to, uh, desertion. But here, uh, it says here that they went even further. Verse 7. They say unto him, Why did Moses then command to give a writing of divorcement and put her away? Jesus answered at verse 8, And says unto them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, suffered you to put away your wives. But from the beginning it was not so. Verse 9, And I say unto you, Whosoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication, and shall marry another, commits adultery. And whosoever which is put away doth commit adultery. Okay? So back then, it was tight. Okay? One man for one woman. The only reason that was allowed for divorce would be uh, adultery okay? or desertion. Okay? And we can go to the New Testament to justify that. So there were things that God allowed the Old Testament that I uh, didn't approve of, but those things are done away by Jesus Christ. Okay? Uh, polygamy was allowed. Uh, divorce was allowed for almost any reason. However, when we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 7, it is absolutely clear where we see that Paul brings uh, the standard back up to the uh, standard that we find in Genesis, right? Where it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1, okay? notice here, 1 Corinthians 7 and 1, Now concerning the things whereof you wrote unto me, 
it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Now, now, Paul did not mean you couldn't go over and just touch one. Okay? No. Uh, the word here is a Greek word meaning marry. Okay? Marry. It is good for a man not to marry a woman. Now, he had nothing against marriage, but for Paul, he was all about serving the Lord. And marriage was something that could distract you from doing that. So he had a gift of celibacy. Okay? Others uh, has were given the gift of celibacy, but definitely if you don't if you don't have that gift, you need to get married. Okay, but that is what he's saying here. But notice what he says about marriage. Okay, in First Corinthians seven and verse two. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication. Okay, it's the only way you can do it. The only way the Bible allows you to avoid fornication. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own husband. That's right. One man, one woman. Not bisexuality, none of that is tolerated in the Bible. There are things that God allowed, but in the New Testament, as you can see here, the standard is back. It takes us back to Genesis, and that is what is being supported in the New Testament with Jesus' teachings and Paul's as well. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. If there's any questions you have about the Bible, you can ask them. Yeah, we have time for that. You might have another subject that you're interested in talking about. I'm interested in talking about all things as long as they're biblical. So give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. You may have a question of your very own that is off topic, uh, that's okay. We appreciate any calls that you give. Also, we would appreciate you paying us a visit. That's right. Uh, you can come and visit us at Strictly Biblical. We're in a, uh, uh, a church that we're using right now in lieu of us soon getting another permanent home. But right now, if you'd like to attend our Sunday services, you can do so at 205 North Main Street. That's 205 North Main Street, in Clawson, Michigan. That's right. That's 205 North Main Street in Clawson, Michigan. All you have to do is come there. There's a church that we're using. Our service starts at 1130. Look forward to seeing you there. Bring your Bible. You'll need it. And this is the same location at which we will be having our Monday night Bible study, uh, which is going to be dealing with apologetics. That's right. How to defend the faith. Number to call, area code 866 Four two three nine five seven eight, area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any question you have about the Word of God, anything that you want to talk about, is welcome here. Just give us a call. Be glad to have you on the line. Okay? But you need to hurry. That time goes so quickly. Okay? And so, just give us a call at area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. So. We uh, have looked here at uh, Joseph Smith, uh, his uh, uh, establishment of the uh, of a new church, okay, if you want to call it that, uh, the Mormons, a new organization, the Mormons, saying was told he said he was told by the angel, okay, that spoke to him, and really no doubt a demon that spoke to him, if anything spoke to him at all, um, to say that his church was the only one that was true, okay, and then he was given information, okay. Okay, by this uh, angelic being of uh, the Book of Mormon, 
the Book of Mormon, that became additional revelation to what we already know. We already had a complete Bible, but um, uh, it was felt by the visitation he received from Moroni that he needed um, some new scriptures, new scriptures for a new church. Wow. New scriptures for a new church. Now, there's, a pro- there's problems with that, a lot of problems with that, okay? New scriptures, got to be careful, got to be careful, okay? Because the only holy book, the only holy book that can be acknowledged by those who are in the Christian church is the Bible. That's it, is the Word of God. Yeah. Uh, you say, well, Pastor Mars, where are you getting this from? The Bible itself. Yeah, yeah, from the Bible itself. There's something that you cannot do and remain orthodox. If you do this, the one thing we know, you're not orthodox. You're not sound. You're not interested in what we call biblical truth. Because in the Bible, Deuteronomy chapter 4, all right, and notice we always like to support every direction that we go in by the Word of God. Here in Deuteronomy 4, it's real clear. And notice here, we're in the Old Testament now and not into the New Testament. But yet, we have the same kind of warnings. Moses writes, Deuteronomy 4, verse 1, Now therefore, for hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you, for to do them, that you may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your father gives you. Then, watch this, here's the warning, okay? Deuteronomy 4 and 2, you shall not add unto the word which I command you. You don't add to God's word. Neither shall you diminish aught from it, that you may keep the commandment of the Lord your God, which I command you. Bam, that's it. You do not add to or take away from the word of God. Okay? How can you know when something is wrong? You know when a teaching is wrong, when it adds to the word of God or when it takes away from the Word of God. That's it. The Bible is your guide. The Bible is your guide. I don't care whether the person, what he calls himself, preacher, pastor, whatever. All the teaching must be according to God's Word. Now, that's Deuteronomy 4, but that's not the only place. Oh, no. No. This issue is so important till it's more than one place the Bible talks about it. So, over in Proverbs, okay? Turn if you will, and I hope you have your Bible. Except for you guys driving your car, if you're in your car, just hang on to the wheel. Okay? Hopefully you can remember these to jot them down when you get home. But notice what it says in Proverbs, okay? chapter 30, verse 5 and 6. Okay? We can't get away from this. Okay? It is something that runs uh, throughout the Bible okay? in many uh, different passages. Notice this. It says in Proverbs uh, chapter 30, And verse 5, it is written here, uh, Solomon writes, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Then, verse 6, Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee. That's right. The worst thing you can do is have false documents. I don't care if it comes from Christian science, Unity School of Christianity, where it comes from. If it contradicts the word of God, it's not for you, my friends. It's not for you. Uh, Add thou not unto his word, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Okay? That's what he said. Okay? Because if you add to the word of God, okay, okay, or try to, then uh, what you have is not the truth. What you have 
is a lie. And that's what the Bible says. We have to be very careful. Now, we've looked at this in Deuteronomy chapter 4. We've looked at it in Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 to 6. Then, okay, over in Deuteronomy, I'm sorry, not Deuteronomy, but over in Revelation 22. Notice what it says here. Now, all I can say to those of you who are listening to this program this must be something very important. Why? Because it's repeated throughout the whole Bible. It's got to be, it's got to be important. God would never mention anything uh, like this unless it was very important for us to obey his word. Okay? Now, I'm not saying it couldn't just have been written one time, but it's written more than once because of the importance of it. Okay? Now, turn to Revelation 22. Revelation chapter 22 and verse 18. And you're seeing right now, what you're experiencing right now, okay, is how you discern whether teachings are true or not. Not based on your opinion, okay, not based on what somebody told you. Your job is to evaluate everything by the Word of God. It's either supported by it or it's not, okay. Notice here, here in Revelation 22 and 18, okay, where it says, uh, uh, and it's, it's, oh, it's a powerful verse, very powerful. Revelation twenty two eighteen. For I testify unto every man that hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, okay, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. Does the Bible sound like a book that you can mess with and play with and Come up with your own ideas? I don't think so. Notice here, verse 19. If any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Wow. Okay. This is in the last chapter of the book of Revelation. Verse 20. Then, just so you know who you're messing with, <laughs> verse 20 says, he which testifies these things says, surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, Lord Jesus, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. You do not add to, you do not take away from the word of God. You do not. It is something that's condemned all through the Bible. All right? So definitely we need to put that kind of analysis when we deal, uh, we need to put that kind of analysis at work when we talk about any of the cults, Christian science, New Age movement, the Krishna movement, Hinduism, does it violate the Bible? Does it add to or take away from the Bible? Then in that case, it has to be avoided at all costs, right? Uh, and also, when false doctrines are taught okay, in the kingdom of the cults, and there are false doctrines taught within Mormonism. Now, you can find Mormons that are some very good people, okay? But just because you're good uh, doesn't help you if you're interpreting the Bible falsely and you believe that you can become a god. Because remember uh, that that was the very thing that Lucifer, through the serpent, tempted Adam and Eve with. Okay? So right off the bat, you, you should know, as any Sunday school student would know, um, the, the one sin that you should know better than to ever commit is to think that you can become a god. But that's exactly where the Mormons go in their doctrine of eternal progression. 
They believe that Mormon men, Mormon women, when they get married in their uh, temples, that they are on their way to exaltation to uh, godhood, okay? And they will wind up in the Mormon celestial kingdom. Yeah, they believe this. They believe this. But you know, you know, just as I know, that one of the biggest errors you could ever commit is to say that you're God. I mean, that's right in Genesis chapter 3. That should be something everybody knows to run away from, okay? I mean, if you hear that, you're gone, right? Okay? But uh, we see that uh, the devil is clever, okay? And so this happened in, in Genesis, uh, uh, and this is something that he's continuing to use. Uh, uh, and, and actually, Mormons believe in the doctrine of eternal progression. They do, they do. And that is that Mormon men, women, when they get married in the temple, okay, they will be able to evolve into gods, okay? And they also practice polygamy. Some of them do, but it's going to be a polygamy that happens in heaven and not one that happens on the earth. Too much trouble with that. Okay? But they do believe that, uh, that if we come to their concept of God, do you, did you know that the Mormons believe that God was once an exalted man? He was a man who exalted himself to become God. And they believe that is what all Mormons, uh, Mormon men, okay, and women can do. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Women trip for you and your family to attend Focus on the Family's Sea Life 2022 event in Colorado Springs, including round-trip airfare, three-night stay at Great Wolf Lodge, travel expenses, and event admission. Hear from Focus on the Family president Jim Daly, music from Phil Wickham, and a host of inspiring speakers. Don't miss your chance to see this pro-life moment. Enter the Focus on the Family Sea Life getaway today. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com for details. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Dial pound 250 on your smartphone. Use the keyword Save the Children. That's dial pound 250, the keyword Save the Children. You can also give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. Or call 855-863-5492. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Before abortion was legalized, pro-abortion activists claimed tens of thousands of women died from illegal back alley abortions. One of those people, Dr. Bernard Nathanson, later admitted those numbers were totally false. According to the U.S. Vital Statistics, only 39 women died from illegal abortions the year before Roe v. Wade. Today, the extreme pro-abortion organization called Occupy Democrats claims the same outrageous numbers. 
They also claim Roe was the end of women dying from abortions. This is another lie. Hundreds of women have died from legal abortions since Roe. And those are only the reported ones. Most go unreported. Abortion advocates will say and do anything to keep the lucrative abortion industry humming along while women and their babies suffer. Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. FM 92.7, AM 1500, the mobile app or on the web. We're all the same great Faith Talk Detroit. You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV, Faith Talk Detroit, in Odyssey Station. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Please, 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 never, 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 never stay at a church or in a congregation that says that you are a God. If you hear a preacher stand in the pulpit and say that we are all incarnations of God just like Jesus, it's time to get out of there. If you go into a church and it says that we can call things that are not as though they are like God can and Jesus can, it's time to get out of there. You are not a God. You're not a little God. You're not a peepsqueak God. You're no kind of God at all, all right? <laughs> That's just a fact. And one of the worst okay, things you can do is to be fooled by that old lie of the devil, okay, that you can become God. You can't. You can't. Okay? Yes, unfortunately, it's happening in church to, churches today. Many in the prosperity movement are saying that. You can call things that are not as though they are your little gods. You, some of you have heard it, and still stay at those churches. I don't care where you go, but if you've got a place that's teaching that you're a little god, you need to get out of there, okay? You're not, okay? You're not a little god, a big god, a peepsqueak god, nothing, okay? You're not. There's one god. We're not that, and we don't become gods at all. And what does the Bible have to show us? For us to realize that that is false. Okay, what do we have to realize? Um, how could more be done than that which we see over in Acts chapter 12? Acts chapter 12 is real good. Okay, okay, uh, where we can find out quickly that man is not God. Okay, and the idea that you can be God is totally blasphemous. Look at Acts chapter 12. Okay, if you haven't read this, then um, uh, this should help you a whole lot. Uh, the death of Herod. How did he die? This was one of the Herods here. Not the, uh, the, the first one, but one of his descendants, but he still was a Herod. says, and, uh, and he was a leader as well, in Acts chapter 12, verse 20, And Herod was highly displeased with them of Tyre and Sidon, okay? these two areas, these two cities. But they came with one accord to him. They had a problem. They wanted him to work it out. Okay? And having made Blastus, the king's chamberlain, their friend desired peace. Because their country was nourished by the king's country. Verse 21. And upon a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat upon his throne and made an oration to them. Okay? Began to talk to them and speak to them, right? And you know how sometimes when leaders are there, people want to flatter the leader. But uh, sometimes they go too far. That's what's going to happen here. Verse 22. And the people gave a shout, saying, 
It is the voice of a God and not of a man. Do you, do you see that? Hopefully you have your Bible here in Acts chapter 12, okay? And verse 22, after they heard him speaking, just to, to, to know, boost him up, okay? Try to win favor with Herod, this leader. And the people gave a shout saying, it is the voice of a God and not of man. Now, I tell you what, okay? If somebody said that over me, it's time to run, time to duck, time to say, don't sh- be quiet. And that's not true. Uh, evidently, Herod didn't do these things. Okay? This Herod, he didn't do these things. Verse 23, and immediately, I mean fast, quick, didn't even take any time. And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God the glory. And he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghost. Wow. Okay. Um, the one thing you don't want to do is to try and be God. Okay. You don't. It's blasphemous. It's horrible. Yet even within the Christian church, even within the Christian church, you have teachers, you have pastors who say that we are all incarnations okay, of God just like Jesus. Yes. Some of you have heard that. And you're still staying at those churches. Okay? Um, some of them say that we can create reality with our words. Okay? That we can call things that are not as though they are. And uh, that's a lie also. You cannot call anything. The only one who calls stuff is God. Your job is to pray to him. Okay? You do not have power. Okay? The one who has the power is God, is Jesus. Okay? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Okay? Your job is to pray to them. They get it done, not you. You are not a God, a little God, nothing, okay? You need to get that out of your mind and that out of your vocabulary. Not only are you not God, but you never will be one, right? So here, uh, uh, this guy received immediate uh, punishment for what he did, all right? But that is something, needless to say, that is a horrible, blasphemous sin. We see that is why the devil got ousted from heaven, which is about that same thing. And we see this thing being manifested okay, in the Mormon church today and in other groups, okay, in some of the positive confession groups. There are teachers who teach that we are all incarnations of God, just like Jesus. Friends, there's only one incarnation of God. That is Jesus Christ. And it's time for the pastors of churches and preachers Uh, to get some backbone and start saying that those kinds of teachings are wrong. Number to call, area code 866-429-578. We're going to go to Macomb. We're going to Macomb. Who are we talking to? Hello, Bob. How are you doing? Doing great. How are you today? Good, good. What is on your mind, sir? I think I've got the wrong radio station, so... Uh, was calling in for Daryl Wood. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, he's already through working, and uh, so um, he, uh, he's he got two hours already, so this last one here, I'm, I, uh, I'm here at this time. This is Pastor Moss. Uh, but you're right. We uh, are pretending to play God, which is kind of exactly what he was talking about. So, so he was, kind of tied well, he was in pretty well. Too, huh? Yeah, he yeah, exactly yeah. Well, right. It, that doesn't surprise me, yeah, because he's on. Uh, I know him real well, and he's a he's a great guy. Right. He knows what he's doing, and I, I tell him uh, he handles uh, social issues, but he's uh, he deals with the Bible as well. And I told him just to save <laughs> some for me, 
<laughs> exactly right. Well, no, you take care, everyone. I appreciate it. Have a good rest of the night. Okay, thank you. Yes, and that's one person that you want to listen to. I'm so pleased to be able to follow him. Yeah? Daryl Wood, and right after that, uh, Pastor Moss, uh, uh, and I run into him occasionally, and uh, just a great guy, doing wonderful work for the Lord. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you have a call, like to ask a question about the Bible, we'd like to deal with the subject that we're dealing with now, okay? If I said something that made you mad, <laughs> all you got to do is give us a call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Here are the things to look out for, okay, in Mormonism, right? Um, in Mormonism, they believe in innumerable gods, innumerable gods. Uh, in terms of them, when, when we talk about creation, they don't say God made the heavens and the earth, but they say that the gods, okay, the gods... Uh, fashioned the earth or created the universe out of pre-existing matter. That's right. The, uh, the matter already existed. They believe in creation uh, uh, ex materia from a, a matter that already existed. So they really weren't creator gods because God created the heavens and the earth. He brought all the things into being. So that's another problem that they have. Their view of creation is completely wrong. Okay. Um, uh, they, they believe that there are numerous father gods, okay, and also heavenly wives for each. Right? So men and women within Mormonism in the celestial kingdom, what they call it, will become gods. And there will be gods on other planets. That's right. Gods on a, So you can see by looking at this how far it gets away from the Bible. Gets away from the Bible. But yet, wanting to say that the Book of Mormon is uh, inspired by God. Wow. Okay. Uh, they say this. Now, here's some two big ones. Okay. Jesus Christ is the Father's greatest spirit son. Okay. Jesus Christ is the Father's greatest spirit son. But wait for this one. Hold on to your hat. Grab your seat. If you're in the car, slow down. All right. Here's what they say about Lucifer. Lucifer, too, is the spirit brother of Jesus. Wow, okay? He is the spirit brother of Jesus. How do they prove it? With absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. And it is amazing what people can believe, okay? And amazing that they would not ask themselves, wow, is this true? Uh, let me look at the book that came before this Mormon document here and see if the Bible backs this up. Not at all. Not at all. Jesus Christ is the Father's greatest spirit son. Lucifer, too, is the spirit brother of Jesus. Friends, it really doesn't get any more blasphemous than that, okay, uh, when we start looking at Mormon doctrine and some of the other false doctrines that are out there as well. That is why today I'm all for inspirational preaching. We need to preach everything. But we also need to preach to defend the faith and to teach, to defend the faith, okay? We're in those times. We're in the last days. Error is everywhere, okay? 
And we've got to stop just trying to please audiences with our messages. We've got to start preaching the truth. We've got to penetrate the kingdom of the cult and reveal it for what it is, something that contradicts the Bible. Okay? Yeah. Now, we don't argue over everything. There's things that we debate and not divide over. Uh, all the Christian denominations that are truly Christian denominations are fine. I don't care whether it's Methodist, Lutheran, okay, fine. But when you get off into the kingdom of the cults, it's time to get down for serious business. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you have any questions about the uh, Bible, about the Word of God or theology, uh, the time to call is now. Okay? We don't have much time, but still time for you if you want to call. And in terms of being married in heaven, now, Sister Moss is right here with me. Okay? And I'd love to be married to her in heaven. Love, love to. Okay? <laughs> love to. Okay? Jessica, uh, wouldn't it be wonderful just have a continuation? We're married here. We're married in heaven. But. But what does the Bible say? What does the Bible say about this? Okay? Doesn't matter what we say. Okay? Doesn't matter what the Mormons say. What does the Word of God say? Matthew chapter 22, verse 30. Doesn't get any clearer than this, right? Okay? They're trying to coax Jesus. Okay? Those who uh, didn't believe in a message. Okay? Says, verse 24, in Matthew twenty-two twenty-four, saying, Master, Moses said, If a man die having no children, his brother shall marry his wife and raise his seed unto his brother. Now there were with us seven brethren, and the first, when he had married a wife, deceased and having no issue, left his wife to his brother. Likewise, the second also, the third, and to the seventh. And last of all, the woman died. They thought they had Jesus, thought they had him. Verse 28, Therefore in the resurrection, whose wife shall she be of the seven? For they all had her. Huh, they got him. Jesus can't answer it. He sure did. Verse 29, Jesus answered and said unto them, You do err, not knowing the scriptures. That's the problem with a lot of these groups. They don't know the scriptures, nor the power of God. Then, here in Matthew 22, verse 30, as if he was looking down the court of time, Jesus, and dealing with the Mormons. For in the resurrection... This is Matthew 22 and 30. For in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels of God in heaven. Okay? Sorry. Sorry, Sister Moss. I love you. <laughs> but in heaven, okay, I'm sure our relationship would be good, but we won't be married. In, mar in heaven, there is no marriage. Okay? But the Mormons say, that there is, okay? and they become gods and goddesses, but all of that is against the word of God. Does not back that up a single bit. And we must make sure that we always content with to the law and to the testimony. If they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in it. Okay? Strictly biblical Bible teaching ministries, Pastor Emery Moss, we are teaching the Word of God. Soon, our Monday night Bible study will be dealing with apologetics, trying to equip as many people as we can to be able to use the Bible.
to help people get out of the kingdom of the cults. Okay? Uh, we will uh, have information. We want to know where we're located now and when our Monday night Bible study will begin. All you have to do is call area code 313-933-9270 during our business hours. You can find out information on how to get to our new uh, location. Okay? Even though it's temporary, we probably will move from there somewhere else as well. But for the time being, if you call and you get that address, that's where you'll find us. And uh, we look for you there. Always have a Bible, whether you show up on Sunday or Monday, you need it. Because the Bible, the Word of God, the Bread of Life, is what it is all about. Okay? Remember that uh, number. If you want to send donations to support us, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Okay? That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks for Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Okay? Uh, and it says Bible Boot Camp on it, and that's what goes to support this radio outreach. And we appreciate Whatever it is, you can send us to keep this ministry going. So, good to be with you. I don't know how much time I got left. I know I'm down to the wire. Uh, And it's time to wrap it up. So we're going to say God bless you. We'll see you next time. by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. A Loaded Grace with Brian Chapel blesses our airwaves every weekday with scripture and real-world problems. Here at Faith Talk, our desire is for you to grow in the grace of God. Keep up to date with Pastor Brian Chapel and his ministry Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. or online at faithtalkdetroit.com. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chapel weekdays at 3, right here on Faith Talk Detroit and faithtalkdetroit.com. FM 92.7, AM 1500, the mobile app or on the web. We're all the same great Faith Talk Detroit. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. <laughs> 